which means for every 10 open houses you do, you get one, one transaction in your list of 15 transactions that you need. Yeah. I've been interviewing a lot of new agents recently Mm -hmm. and I had a really good interview with one. We talked about goals, Mm -hmm. setting goals, income, how much income they wanted to earn. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we reverse engineered it down to how many sales they needed to make, which is what most business plans do. And then they kind of stop there, but it was an interesting exercise. So Mm -hmm. let's do it. So let's say, I always talk gross income, gross commission income right right now. Don't talk about splits and fees and all that stuff. Let's just Mm -hmm. talk about revenue. Okay, so let's say your average sale price is 200,000 and your average commission is 3%, gross commission. Right. That's 6,000 per sale. Correct. You with me? Now, if you wanna earn $90,000 in gross revenue, you need 15 sales. Mm-hmm. You follow? Right. 6,000 times 15 is 90,000 based on an average sale price of 200,000, which is 3 million in sales volume, if right. I'm getting my numbers right. I believe so. 200,000 times 15 is 3 million. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here we go. New agent comes in and says, all right, Logan, what do you want to make? Well, Lowell, in my first year, I'd like to earn 90,000 in gross commission income. Mm-hmm. I think my average sale price will be 200,000 and my average sale commission will be 3%. I said, great. You need 15 sales. And they say, great. No problem. And then I say, okay, how are you going to get them? All right. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you break, break that down, right, that's... You know, on average, one deal a month, most people think that's no problem. One deal a month, it's, yeah, obviously a little more than one deal a month. A little more than one deal a month, but. One and some change, but yeah. But okay, so is it a lot or not a lot? It depends on how you look at it. Exactly. One deal a month is a ton of deals for somebody brand new. One deal a month is a low year for some agents that do 100 deals a year. Right. So it's all relative, but let's just stay focused on 15 deals Mm -hmm. and how to get them Mm -hmm. on your first year. All right. Now I'm doing this off the cuff, so I'm not reading off this, so bear with me, but <laughs> there are only so many ways to generate business mm-hmm. that you can control, right? You, can, you can't control everything in this business, but you can control some things. So let's just do, let's just make this simple. Let's make this real simple. Okay. Let's, let's find a couple of ways that we can control action mm-hmm. to hit goals. And then let's reverse engineer and actually design and develop a plan to make 15 deals happen in a year. So that'd be kind of cool. All right. One of the first things that you can do to control where deals come from is open houses. So let's start with open houses because it's a quantifiable metric that I like Mm -hmm. to do. And now some agents love to do open houses. Some agents hate to do them. I'm talking to agents that want to do deals from open house this year. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to, you put a zero in this column, but this is how it works. On average, let's just assume on average that two buyers attend every open house hour that you host. Mm -hmm. Now that's a, that's an estimate. Some open houses have 10 people. Sometimes you go five open houses without anybody, Mm -hmm. but let's just say on average, you get two buyer opportunities, two opportunities per open house. Right. Now let's say that 95% of the time where you interact with a buyer or a seller at an open house, you're unsuccessful, Yeah. which means <laughs> you got a 95% failure rate, Yeah. which means you have a 5% success rate. Right. What that means is out of every 20 interactions, you're going to convert a client. You're going to fail 19 times. Isn't that wild? Isn't that wild? That's okay. 
you a can lot of be, people think that's that's a really high ratio, but that's. I think it's I think it's legit. Realistic. I mean, obviously, if you're failing 19 out of 20 interactions, then it's a bummer. But if you're new, that might be how it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But let's just assume that's how it is. 95% failure rate, 5% success rate, mm-hmm. which means very simply now, two people show up at every open house that you do. Which means that for every 10 open houses you do, you meet 20 clients and you fail at 19 and catch one. Which means for every 10 open houses you do, you get one one transaction in your list of 15 transactions that you need. Yeah. Let me say that again. For every 10 open houses you do, you'll generate one transaction. So let's say you need five transactions out of your 15 to come from open houses this year. That means you need to do 50 open houses this year. It's that simple. No. Is that right? 100 open houses. For every 10 open houses you do, you get a deal. No, 50 open houses. Yeah. We'll get you five deals. Yeah. Okay. Which means you'll fail 95 interactions and you'll be successful in five. Now, this is pro forma. This is just estimates, right? Right. But the concept here is very simple. If you want to do five deals per year from open houses, you need to do about 50. If they're about two people show up every time and you fail 95% of the time, but that should be very encouraging to people because I just laid out a plan to literally generate one third of your sales volume for the year. And all it requires of you is basically four open houses a month, which is basically one weekend, which you should be doing anyway, or four hours, one weekend or two hours, two weekends with two weekends off or whatever. But I just got you five of your 15 deals based on some based on some estimates that are really realistic. I think yeah. everybody would agree that two buyer opportunities per open house is realistic. Yeah. Okay? Over time. And that nine, that 19 out of 20 times you're not going to convert them out of nowhere into a client, but one out of 20 times you will. So all you got to do is 50 open houses in a year. Now, that sounds easy, but you got to make a plan to do that. You have to have a tracking mechanism to see how many you've done versus how many you need to do versus your pace and then what your returns have been. Mm-hmm. But 15 deals, we just found five. So let's go find 10 more. Ready for the next five? See you the next five. This is my favorite. Referral partnerships. Yes. Referral partnerships are so simple and they sound like this. Lowell, my name is Logan. I am a new real estate agent and you are a lender. I want you to know that I would like to build a relationship with you over the next 12 months. And every buyer that I run into I'm going to send to you to get pre-approved. Mm-hmm. And I think that I'm going to run into 10 or 15 or 20 buyers a year. So I'm going to give you 10 or 15 or 20 opportunities a year to get buyer loan leads. All I ask for you, Lowell, all I ask, because I know you got relationships with other agents and I know you got other things, but I want to build this relationship really strong with you. And I want to really, really deliver these leads for you. Mm-hmm. Only thing I ask for you in return is one good referral. One good referral that closes yeah. over 12 months. Mm-hmm. And by the way, on the first Monday of every month, I'm going to swing over to your office. I'm going to drop off some stuff and I'm going to bring you a cupcake. And you look like a guy who likes monster. So I'm going to bring you a, well, actually a go. I'll bring you a Jocko go because you like go. So every first Monday of the month, I'm going to stop by for five minutes and say hello. I'm going to drop you off a go just to keep our relationship top of mind. And I'm going to come in and check in on the buyers that I've sent you. Mm-hmm. And see how they're doing and see if you're having any luck and da 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 da. And then I'm gonna commit to that for 12 months. What do you think? Now, if you pick the right referral partner, mm-hmm. they will be overjoyed with this idea. Yeah. 
So that's how you, that's one of the ways when you're thinking about how to do this, make sure you're picking the right people. You have to pick the right people. Otherwise it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But if you pick people who are in commission sales and that like referrals right. and that are in your industry and that you can actually deliver referrals for, right. this works at scale. Okay. So one lender, same deal. One home inspector, same deal. One uh, insurance guy, Okay. whatever. See builder. One general contractor. General contractors are great. You know, and you can even go outside of the industry and you can say one hairstylist. Okay. If you get your haircut twice a month, that's 24 times a year you stop by and see your hair person. How many people do they see in a day? And I guarantee you, I guarantee you over 12 months, you can refer people to your hairstylist. I did it yesterday. I bought two gift cards for the staff in the office Uh and I gave them one each a gift card. You helped me do it. And then I went to get a haircut last night and I said, just want to let you know. Lisa and Michelle both got a gift card with their name on it for this company. And he says, wow, thanks, man. Thank you so much. That's how it works. Okay. So it can be a formal arrangement or an informal arrangement. Mm -hmm. But again, the the concept is you deliver 10 times the referrals versus what you're asking for in return. You do it over 12 months and you go visit monthly. That's the key. You got to go visit monthly. You got to be very clear up front about what the arrangement is. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you got to deliver on your end with the referrals. Mm -hmm. You can do that with home inspectors because you're going to sell a bunch of houses and you're going to refer every buyer to that home inspector. Right. Same thing with lenders, same thing with insurance companies, same thing with a lot of stuff. Okay. But you only need five. You only need five really, really strong referral partnerships. And I guarantee you, capital G, guarantee, over 12 months, you pick the right five people, I guarantee you, you get deals. You get a deal, one deal per year for five people. You will probably get more than that. And maybe one out of five doesn't lets you down, but the other ones will more than make up for this. Right. But just again, this is pro forma. This is an analysis. This is right. a business plan we're writing. It's January right now. We're right. writing a business plan. Right. We just wrote an open house plan to make 50 open houses per year and fail 95% of the time. We're going to get a third of our deals that we need. Mm-hmm. We just made a deal that we're going to find five, five referral partnerships. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we're going to nurture the heck out of those five referral partnerships. And we're going to make five deals happen that way. You follow? Yep. Now I left the last five of this business plan a little bit more ambiguous. Right. Because the business is a little bit ambiguous. You can't quantify. Now you can put in this last third of your business plan, whatever you want to do. So it leaves a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, flexibility. I'm not going to tell you that you need to cold call expired listings and you need to cold call for sale by owner listings mm-hmm. because I just lost 98% of people listening. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When I say that it's a, it's a very, I don't want to say scary thing, but a lot of people are very, um, hesitant, hesitant with cold calling, especially new agents. Mm-hmm. Okay. Calling it for sale by owner. Ring-a-ling-a-ling. Hi, this is Logan at modern realty calling. What do you want? Yep. I'm not working with agents. Well, I've been in the business for about 13 days now, and I think you should list your house with me. It just doesn't work. Right Now, does it, I'm not saying it doesn't work because it works. If you called 100 for sale by owners, you'd probably get a listing. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying not to take action. What I'm saying is after 10 years of being a, you know an agent and six years of being a broker and having 50 agents that nobody calls for sale by owners except for one out of 50 people, yeah. I get it. They don't like to do that. So... If you don't like the call for sale by owner and expired listings, if you don't like the cold call, if you don't like the door knock and do all those old school prospecting methods that 
that the gurus tell you you need to do, mm-hmm. that's okay. But you have to do something else. Yeah. You have got to do something else to generate those last five mm-hmm. deals. Now, a couple ideas. You do whatever you, whatever you think is right for your business. Right. But here they are. Number one, you can buy leads. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can buy leads. So I'll give you an example. This is crazy numbers again. But let's just say you're buying Zillow leads as an example. And let's say they're so expensive now. But mm-hmm. let's say they're a hundred bucks a piece. And let's say you get five per month. Or let's say you spend five hundred a month and you get, you know, five leads. Right. That's a hundred bucks a lead. Yeah. Okay. So that's five hundred a month times twelve months is six thousand mm-hmm. dollars. That's sixty leads. Yeah. Okay. 60 viable leads that you get. Mm-hmm. You're going to close some deals from 60 Absolutely. leads. Okay. From 60 Zillow.com people calling on the phone, connecting to you in person leads. Mm-hmm. You're going to close some sales. Yep. Now I don't know what the percentage that you're going to close is going to be, but let's say it's 5%. Mm-hmm. We use that same 95% failure rate, which means that you're going to talk to 60 people who called Zillow and asked to be connected with an agent, got you on the phone, and then you failed 57 times. You're still going to close three deals. Yeah. Isn't that wild? So yeah. you guys, you're going to close three deals. If you pay $500 a month for 12 months and you fail 95% of the time, if you only generate five leads a month. Mm-hmm. Now, remember your average sale price is $6,000. So you're going to gross generate 18,000 in revenue at a cost of 6,000 bucks. Guess what that's called? Profit. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. All right, so if you wanted to take your last five and you wanted to pull three that that method, it'll cost you 500 a month. It leaves you two more deals to make. Those last two deals are the lucky deals, the mm-hmm. deals that you can't quantify where they came from. But there's a lot of action required to generate those last two or three deals. Mm-hmm. And those include all the normal things that you should be doing anyway. Social media promotion, mm-hmm. um, networking, yeah. handwritten letters, yeah. emails, mass email database, you know, the things that you do to get yourself out there. Yeah. Um, so, so I just designed a, uh, I just designed a business plan for you that makes 15 deals, 13 of which are directly relatable to action and and based on formulas that are very reasonable. I think, I mm-hmm. think if you listen to this, you'd probably agree with most of the, you know, the assumptions that we just made. Yeah. Now, last thing you say, Logan, that's great, but I want to make 30 deals. I want to do 60 deals. Well, great. Just take everything I just did and add a zero to it. Yeah. Or multiply it by the number of times you want to make it. Mm-hmm. This is not rocket science. It's not. If you want to do 60 deals this year, okay. You can get 15 deals from open houses if you did 200. <laughs> now, that's yeah. kind of not really scalable too much, but yeah. fine. You know what? Leave your 60 deals. Leave six of them from open house. Mm-hmm. Get 20 of them. Get you know 18 of them from referral partnerships. Get 12 of them from paid lead ad conversions and then get the rest from some other other way. But the point here I'm trying to make for a new agent or an experienced agent is you need to write down a business plan or a marketing plan on a one-page piece of paper. It doesn't need to be a 50-page binded document. It needs to be a right. one-page piece of paper. And that needs to turn into a scoreboard. At the top, you write how much, I want, how many, how much gross income I want to earn. What's my average sale price? Mm-hmm. What's my average commission? How many deals do I need? And then you really build it. 
I need, Lowell needs 18 deals based on his numbers. Okay, great. How many deals are going to come from open house? How many deals are going to come from referral partnerships? How many deals are going to come from paid online leads? How many are going to come from for sale by owner marketing, expired marketing? Mm -hmm. How many are going to come from luck? You know, mm -hmm. and the luck, there should be some that come from luck. Yeah, because, absolutely. You know, again, this is not a perfect exact science when you're designing a business plan or oh. a goal setting. You can't control whether you get a random referral out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. But I tell you what you can control. What's that? I just sent 200 Popeye gifts through the mail. Yeah? Yes. And I've gotten six or seven or eight responses. And that's it. But that's what I've gotten. I've gotten 200 people that felt good about me yeah. for a minute. So explain Popeye gifts real quick because I know there's a lot of people that may not understand what that is. Real quick because that's kind of off topic. I didn't mean to go yeah, it's crazy. Okay. But a Popeye is a present. When you pop by and visit somebody, you give them a present. Mm -hmm. So your referral partnerships, every month when you go pop by those mm -hmm. five people, yeah. you need to bring them a present. Okay? It doesn't have to be a $40 present. It can be a, a, a $2 Jocko Go. Yeah. But it's a pop by. It's a gift. Yeah. It's, and Buffini talks about that all the time. Yeah. Now, I like to send pop by gifts through the mail mm -hmm. because for a couple of reasons. Number one, uh, it's COVID stuff and I don't want to talk to everybody and be coughing on people. And, you yeah. know, nobody wants that right now. Number two, I can't pop by and visit 200 people every month that's that would take all of your time i would all and i wouldn't i would not want to do that no. okay but and you know what here's another reason because i have a lot of close relationships with clients but i also have some relationships that aren't that close mm -hmm. where i helped them buy a house or sell a house one time and three years ago and we haven't really been in touch that you know we didn't we don't go out and hang out right but those people still are important to me mm -hmm. and i want them to feel special so i mail them gifts mm -hmm. okay so what i'm saying what we're saying here is in that that lucky group of your business plan, mm -hmm. you got to do something that can quantify getting deals. So here's an example. If I sent Popeyes to 200 people, mm -hmm. 12 months out of the year, that's 2,400 Popeyes. If they cost me $10 a piece, that would cost me $24,000. Now I'm mm -hmm. not saying to do this. I'm just giving you the numbers. Right. But 2,400 pieces of gratitude is going to come back to me at a rate of more than four lucky sales, which is what it cost me to break even. Right. I guarantee you that. Guarantee. So if you're a 10 year agent, you got 200 past clients, what are you doing for them? You gotta do something for them mm -hmm. because that's where the lucky sales come from. Right. The past client, the repeat client, the referral, the lucky stuff, okay? Yeah. That's what you can do. So you need to, on your business plan, there's needs. there's gotta be something that's, that says nurture past clients and nurture database. Mm -hmm. And it can't just be a monthly newsletter that's canned from some company that you bought from. Yeah. It needs to be some kind of nurturing activity, whether it be a handwritten letter where you ask them how they're doing mm -hmm. or a pop by that you go to their house or something that you send in the mail occasionally or something. There's got to be a plan to nurture your past clients, mm -hmm. especially if you have a big database of past clients. Yeah. Because, you know, so many of those past clients in interviews and, and you know, they get asked questions. They say they would work with their same agent again, but then they don't. Right. You ever seen those stats? Oh, absolutely. And, and you think about it too, especially if you've been three years removed, they've probably forgotten about you. Yeah. And, like, and then, you know, if they're talking with a friend, yeah, I used, uh, what was his name? Lyle? I forgot his name. <laughs> Lol. Yeah, exactly. So they're going to, they're going to, they're going to yeah. potentially forget. Like, I don't think about the agent that I purchased my house. Do you even remember the person's name? I do. I do. But you don't think about them? But un unless Better not. it's brought up. Yeah. Well, think about it this way. Let's say you bought a house with me three years ago. Mm -hmm. Lowell bought, Lowell, Lowell and Crystal buy a house with Logan as their agent three years ago. 
Three years later, they might want to upgrade that house. Mm-hmm. Now, between three years ago and today, these are my lucky. This is my lucky sale marketing business plan. That we'll mm-hmm. shut this down. Lowell has gotten from me two emails a month mm-hmm. for three years, which is like 24, 48, 72, 72. I can't think today. 72 mm-hmm. emails from me in the last three years. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's a lot of reminders of me. Right. 24 a year for three years. I am top of mind with you if I do nothing else but that. Yeah. Now, you're also on my social media network. Mm-hmm. I'm liking your stuff all the time. Every time you got your daughter on the jujitsu mat, I hit the love button mm-hmm. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I, I write a little message. So yeah. Logan writes on Lowell's Facebook page, or right. not Facebook, but his Instagram page. Yeah. And I do that. Now, I also, four times a year, I send you a little plastic bag with a present in it that yeah. says, from your favorite realtor on it. Yeah. Inside that plastic bag, there's different things like little, you know, note cards and stuff. Yeah. So, and, and, and then too, say for example, if I, if I had a friend that was looking for a house, mm-hmm. not only do you have my business in the future, but I'd be like, Hey, here's a business I know card. A guy. Yeah. He takes care of me all the time. And yeah, exactly. Yep. So you, not only do you still have me as a, a potential deal, but you have my family, my friends Oof. and that, and we've talked about this in, in past episodes, but that just exponentially grows, just grows. So let's say you're in your second year and you have, you did 10 deals last year. Mm-hmm. That's very common. First year agent doesn't do very much, but they made it through the first year. They're in their mm-hmm. second year. Let's say you're a second or a third year agent and you're sitting down trying to decide what you're going to do this year for goal setting. Mm-hmm. Well, the good news is you only have 10 past clients. It makes it very inexpensive to be very, very nurturing to them. Yeah. Okay. You could spend 20 bucks a month per client. That's only 200 a month times 12 months is $2,400, which means you have to make half a sale to break even on this exercise, which I guarantee you will yeah. make any money. And it's, and it creates that, that exponential effect. Cause like mm-hmm. you said, it's a great point. You know what? Lowell might not be buying a house this year, right? but Lowell knows a bunch of people. Crystal knows a bunch of people and, and they will probably run into one person yeah this year that needs to buy or sell a house and they're going to refer them to me. And it could be even sooner than that. Say we just did a deal in January in April. One of my friends may be looking for a house. Maybe some, I know a family member moving in the area. Be like, Hey, I got someone that can take care of you. Boom. Boom. Then you got these things called raving fans, which yeah. is, which is what you just which generated. Just explained. Yeah. And then what do you do with them? You filter them up to the top of your list and you take even better care of them. Yeah. You do the special Yeti for them. You know, you do the special Omaha steaks for them. You do something to make them feel even more special. Mm-hmm. So this is how you build a business plan. It's not complicated. It's all you got to do. Decide what your gross income is, average sale price, average commission, get your number of transactions needed, get a one page piece of paper, break those 15 or 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 transactions down into groups of where you want to get them from, mm-hmm. reverse engineer the number of activities that you need to do to get those to, to those metrics and then execute. 